0: All right, yo, what it is, everybody. Uh, It's been maybe two or three weeks since the last Keeping It Real with Rosé, and uh, I'm just back here with my boy, Joey Braun, as usual, to just shed the movement, shed the light, shed the positivity. Uh, Today, my boy actually did something super dope, super interesting that I would love to hear about. He went skydiving for the first time. How was that, my man?
1: Skydiving was something else, I got to say. At first, you know, you get all nervous about, the whole jumping out of a plane, falling out of the sky type of ordeal. But as, as you should. As when I got there and when I got in the plane, it really hit me that this is happening. I'm jumping out of a plane. We started flying up and I started getting more nervous and nervous. You know, the fear coming in my mind of actually doing something that makes me uncomfortable. Potential death. Potential death. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and. When we got up there, you know, 10,000 feet was the highest altitude that we reached. And the guy was like, all right, I'm opening the door. And I said, okay. He opens it. And my initial reaction was, oh, shit. Like, what? I realized I've never been in a plane with a door open before. Uh,
0: okay, okay. And what was the feeling, like, right before you're about to jump and then as you do jump, are you feeling like when you jump and you're in the sky, like, off the initial jump, like, are you feeling very free? Are you feeling like f- fuck it, like whatever could happen? Like, how is that a f- is that a feeling of like freedom or is that a feeling of like anxiety? Like, when, what do you
1: mean? Right before I jump? Right
0: as you jump, like right as you realize you made the commitment and you're falling and like no shoots out. Like, are you feeling very anxious? Or are you feeling a sense of freedom,
1: or like in that moment? It was actually one of the most blissful experiences I've ever had in my life I jumped I, you know I I initially stood on the edge and then we jumped and I just felt like I was flying and you don't feel like you're falling you just feel like you're Zen it's actually the weirdest it's actually the weirdest feeling. It's not how I would ever picture it or imagine it would be. Yeah. I just felt zen. I was falling. You know, the wind was blowing by me. I was flying, man. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Did
0: you did Did you do any like, any like, <laughs> did you try to like go? Da- did you go like down or like? Did you do any crazy
1: shit? Uh, I started like punching the air, and it, it was cool. You're supposed yeah. to only hold on to the thing. Yeah, but
0: you you can get. Yeah. A little crazy and then
1: uh, <laughs> we, I didn't do any flips or anything. We were going because uh. seconds. Nah, because. <laughs> I, we just didn't, but when we pulled the the shoot, uh, we had it up. We did. We flipped like this on the shoot, so that was pretty oh, okay, cool. So okay. That was an interesting experience. It was just fucking awesome, man. Like,
0: no, nah, that that is really enlightening. Super enlightening.
1: Like everyone that does it too is just like. I was so scared the night before, the hours leading up to it. What do I have that fear for all that anxiety? What's that oh for? really?
0: Beforehand, you were it, super anxious.
1: Well, other people were. I I kind of heard that it was a blissful experience. Yeah so, yeah, so, I was expecting that. But I was still anxious, man. Like, jumping out of a plane, you see the door open and you're 10,000 feet in the air. You, you're over the clouds, bro. That makes sense. You're that makes over sense. the clouds. That makes sense. But everyone that came down that was nervous was like, why was I so nervous about that? And mm-hmm. I was like, we don't need that fear in our lives.
0: Uh, okay, fear of anything. That's a good metaphor. That's a good metaphor. No reason to be afraid of anything or anxious of anything because... At the end of the day, the turnout was probably going to be always just that. No matter what you did or how you thought you were going to do it. At the end of the day, those are the decisions you're going to make. Whether the decision was bad or good or right or wrong. At the end of the day, whatever that decision was. If it's, you know, like doing drugs or helping somebody out. That's just who you are. That's who you were always going to be. That's how you were always going to do it.
1: So... Just one thing that you have to realize is when you're skydiving like you can say that's a maximum danger. You're falling from the sky.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So definitely. you
1: realize when you jump actually at the point of maximum danger is the point of the least amount of fear. I didn't cuz at
0: that point it's you're in it to win it.
1: I didn't feel fear. I felt safe. I felt like this was just blissful. Like Definitely. It was there's no reason to have that fear with anything in our lives. Like, we use drugs. We use all these different things. Social
0: media outlets or just simple things like talking to a girl or, like, making making something happen, like doing a podcast or, yeah. anything, <laughs> or anything
1: like that. We don't need that fear, but every day we walk around with it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, That was super dope. I liked hearing about that. And you make me want to do it, actually. I would also like to do... Not skydiving, but like hang gliding where you just jump and you have like the little. Yeah. You just jump off like a high mountain and like that's a little hang risky. Cool <laughs> It's too. a little riskier in my opinion. What if you let go or something like well, that's all on you? Yeah, definitely. All right. That was dope to talk about, but I actually had to switch up the mood real quick because I had to bring up a sensitive subject like that personally affected me. Uh, anybody listening to this is probably in the younger degree and listens to hip hop rap culture. The passing of Mac Miller, I just have to touch on that real quick.
1: Uh,
0: Wow. The passing of Mac Miller really devastated me. He was only 26. I know people have died younger, but that wasn't what he was looking for. That's not how he wanted to go. And what I have to touch on here is that social media and internet culture definitely played a big role. On Mac Miller's mental healthy state, I have people who I know people who are saying they feel no pity or sympathy or empathy for Mac Miller because he's fucking chicks like Ariana Grande and he's super rich and he's just weak and he he got hooked on dope and he's no no sympathy. I've I've literally had heard that sentences come out of people and that shit right there is exactly what fucking killed him. Like it doesn't make any sense. Divine Feminine album, Swimming, nobody really gave that any love. Now y'all are listening to it. Now y'all are about it. I'm really, really not a fan of that. The internet culture, social media culture needs to start taking responsibility for their actions and understanding that these celebrities, these artists, these people we treat like gods, they're just men. They're just humans like anybody else and they have a breaking point. You get shattered if two or three girls in your inbox give you some negative comment or don't reply to you. How are these artists, these celebrities, the actors, whatever they may be supposed to take thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of negative comments a day? And someone like Mac Miller, who's a really good person, who's a really good guy, I didn't know him personally, but that's what anybody said who knew him. How do you think that's gonna get to him when he's making beautiful music that he really loves that he thinks people should appreciate? And oh, you're saying, Oh, keep it. I'm gonna listen to Astro World. Fuck Astro World and fuck y'all. That's all I have to say about that. Like I would like to move on immediately. If you wanna chime in, Joey, I don't know how well you or how much you appreciate him Miller or how much you listen to him, but you could say whatever you'd like.
1: Yeah, man, Mac Miller was a big influence on me, you know, going throughout high school and throughout his whole life. You know, he started being an artist at a young age. 16. 16. And at 26, 10 years of being an artist and all that potential that he had to go forward. Yes. Just stripped away. Yeah. And it seems that, you know, people with their negative comments, people with their negativity, you know, celebrities, as you said, we look, we look at them as you know the top, top, and we'll never reach them. But they're just like us. We all have the potential to be there. They for just really have
0: bad. a bigger bank account.
1: Yeah, they, they, they're, they have brains. They're, they have feelings. It's not like someone's not. If someone comes up and says, "Well, he's fucking your music, fucking sucks." I mean, if they really read that, they could take that to heart. I mean, if they say like, "Oh, Mac Miller's just a junkie," like. Maybe the guy's trying to get off drugs, but you telling him that yeah, doesn't help. Man. doesn't
0: help at all. And and people who are coming at Ariana Grande as viciously as they are, maybe she did play some role in his psychological, That's like not- how he felt. But people saying the things as nastily as they are saying about her, think about what kind of psychological damage that could be done to her. What if Ariana Grande goes and kills herself two or three weeks later? Y'all would be feeling some type of way, like, damn, like, she got out of a relationship. That happens all the time. Like, it had nothing to do with her. People are so cruel. So I'm, I don't know. I'm glad we said something there. I'm glad you appreciated Mac. I know you posted some things when, it, when people found out about it. I'm. It just devastates me. It just rest was, in peace. I was supposed to see him uh, in Philly in the Fillmore on the twentieth of November. Like. Uh, damn, I've never seen him in concert before. i I never been to any concert. That was going to be my first concert, actually. And he, he overdose. The way he talked about it in his music, though, it seemed like it was always going to be his destiny, maybe. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, he talked about death a lot. talked about OD in particular a lot. The album, actually, uh, that everybody calls Good AM, there's an apostrophe in between good and it actually stands for go o. D in the morning it says go o. D in the AM. So, I mean, he had an album that told people to go overdose and he overdosed on some, we don't even know what. Wow. That kills me. It really kills me.
1: It hits hard, man. He, he really ha- had a big influence, but he had a problem. But even if he was trying to get off that problem, People didn't help. It's tough being a celebrity. People want that. People want the highest the highest totem pole to be noticed because our egos are so big. We want to be the center of attention, but they don't realize what comes with it. The, your life's controlled by the media. You know, TMZ, everyone's always watching you. No privacy. If you're on drugs, you know, it's always around you. So how are you supposed to avoid that?
0: You have the monies, the resources, the connections, the time.
1: Yeah. And
0: also to touch on like, I mean, I'm not rich. I don't, I don't know what this feels like yet. Big emphasis on yet, everybody. But uh, I always come to question why? Why is it these people with this money, are, like Anthony Bourdain, and you know other people are just killing themselves? They seem they seem happy. They have a good life. They're traveling the world. What? And then people judge them. Oh, they had money. Like da 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 da. People really don't appreciate the money. People don't understand what happens when the money comes into your everyday life. And you don't know who's hitting you up because they're actually there for you. And they actually care about you or because it's what you can do for them. And you always have the criticism of the everyday person. But you're told to be treated differently. Uh, People just don't understand what comes with the money and the limelight and the fame. And they think that, oh, if they were there, they'd be fine because they had millions of dollars and they'd be out of their situation, da-da-da-da-da. But you have different problems now. You like, And I don't understand it fully, but I can appreciate the perspective and I could see how that makes sense when guys like Anthony Bourdain are overdosing, guys like Mac Miller are getting so depressed and hooked on drugs that they are dying. I just want people to really think like, what is it that they want everybody always is looking for money they're always look they always say the problems will be solved if they had money but look at the problems that you have now and could solve without money are you out of shape are you not that intelligent do you drink too much do you hate your job all things that could be instantly changed instantly if you just decided to work on yourself more Instead of being so focused on celebrity culture, commenting on Instagrams, hating on guys like Russ because he's self-efficient and you don't respect how he advocates for himself. Everybody should advocate for themselves like that. Everybody should think that highly of themselves. And if you don't, that's not saying that. That doesn't mean you're not humble if you don't. It just means that you understand you want better for yourself. You want To live a fruitful and beautiful life nobody deserves to spend their life paying the bills paying the debt because that's all that they are so worried about and so focused on it's more important to be broke and happy than rich and dying and I really need people to like get that in check and think about what they want truly a bigger bank account will solve some of your problems but it's not going to help your mental state if you're already not mentally
1: correct. Yeah. When we looked at Anthony Bourdain and all those other people, and just like you said, Liam, people looking at themselves, people like them, they were so focused on what people saw of them. They wanted to have people see them in a good way. They were people pleasers almost. And when you're a people pleaser and you become so used to that, you you don't focus on yourself as a person and something that I heard that's so important to me is that once you can finally not be afraid of your reflection in the mirror, you'll start going somewhere in life. A lot of us are scared to look at ourselves. We're like, we're not good looking enough. We're too fat. We're too skinny. We don't have the skills. We don't have the intelligence. We tell us all these things. We criticize ourselves. And we're actually,
0: and you develop this depressed mindset yeah. and you develop this way of thinking and it affects everything. You sleep in, you don't go out, you don't da da da. But if you're, like you said, if you think you're you know out of shape or whatever, da da da, why don't you just start eating a little better? Because uh, I like candy and I like ice cream and da da Then continue to get fat and blame the world for your problems. Continue to not make money and blame the world for your problems if you don't like your job and you're getting paid $10 an hour and you think your time is a little more valuable than that. I'm telling you now, it is a little more valuable than that. You'd be doing a lot better for your time if you were just reading about like economics, stocks, personal growth, four agreements, things like that, books like that, to better your mental state. If your mental state is 100% good and you feel confident in everything you do and any way you do it, that resonates. Energy is real. People feel, you can tell when somebody's sad. It's going to make you a little sad. You can feel when somebody's happy. It's going to make you feel a little happier. Energy is real. People really, people have a false concept of energy. It sounds like I'm, you know, who am I? Some monk or whatever not yet maybe one day but like but like I don't I don't know how to articulate it if you can't relate to what I'm saying if you can't resonate with feeling some certain people's energy like like when you go to a show for example a concert and the rapper comes out all of a sudden everybody's everyone was calm and chill and now all of a sudden this one human being walked onto the stage Everyone's going nuts all of a sudden. Everyone's feeling that and that's energy right there. That one person's energy translated to everybody in the building. They can't like you know what I mean? So that's that was the best analogy I could think of, honestly. If if it you It wasn't had, a bad one, If I you mean, have a better one. Or something. or
1: just energy. There's a book called Law of Attraction, which is right here, by the way. And it talks about your vibes and that book. Law of Attraction, and talks about your vibes. So basically, if you're positive, you're going to attract positive people. And this is just going off energy that we provide on a daily basis. If you're positive, you're going to attract positive people into your life. Exactly. If you're negative all the time, well, look who you're going to attract. Yes. Who you hang around. If you hang around people that are negative and don't want to go anywhere, well, what do you expect? You're going to be negative and go nowhere. That's facts. If you're positive, but you hang around with people that know where they want to go, have the same vision as you vision want to be successful that's what's going to happen that's what's going to happen exactly
0: and look at people who are successful now i don't everybody's got their different term of success but you know what i'm talking about financially sustained happy healthy family the whole nine not just money look at those people and read the books and listen to the messages that they put out on like social media they will heavily, heavily agree that who you surround yourself with is everything. And if you think about yourself when I say this, look at your past self, who you once were, who you once were hanging out with, and think about how those people that you may or may not still be hanging out with did influence you and the choices that you were making around certain people and the choices you were making not around certain people, just to kind of put it into perspective. All right, real quick, I not even real quick. Who knows how long this could take. What the hell is up? And this is a total switch up, but this has been on my mind recently. <laughs> what the hell is up with females flirting with you when they always got a boyfriend? It seems to be the f- their favorite thing
1: to do. I don't. It's their favorite pastime. It
0: doesn't make any It doesn't make... All, and it's been happening to me a lot this semester. I mean, I could be wrong. These girls could just be super dope and not flirting with me but that just doesn't seem like what's going down here and my other boy has been saying the same thing all semester these girls are hitting them up for example last night my boy he tells me that this girl has a boyfriend and was snapchatting him and was saying like Oh, like I, I, I gotta stop talking to you because I wouldn't want my boyfriend to be doing what I'm doing now, which is just Snapchatting him. Like it's not like they're sending freaking dick pics and shit. Like, so and Bruh. then and then later that night, and they're on college campus. It's a Saturday night, so we could assume the sobriety of this chick at this time. Later that night, around one, two a.m., this chick texts my boy. After saying she doesn't want to hit him up because she has a boyfriend, texts him saying, Where you at? Where are you at? After just laying down the foundations of this chick got a little drunk later that night and lost all morals and was willing to cheat on her mans instantly. What the hell is that about, yo? I don't, I'm done. It doesn't make any sense. Where's the loyalty? Ah.
1: Nowadays, the loyalty has run fucking thin
0: Because these girls are too comfortable Ladies, I don't know how many chicks listen to my Y'all could hit me with any rebuttals you want Y'all are too damn comfortable And it's not your fault It's our fault Because you be posting thotty ass pictures on Instagram And you have your Snapchat on your Insta bio And yeah, every dude and their moms is hitting you up So of course you're comfortable You think you got options It's our fault Social media plays into it, but I'm not gonna like not take responsibility as a man. Y'all, y'all think you got way too many options, and you think you can just jump around, dudes. It's crazy. I'm not seeing. I don't think. I may know of a few relationships that lasted like over a year, and in, in an 18 to 22 year old range. They don't range. last long nowadays. They don't last long because. Y'all want more, y'all want better, y'all want taller, y'all want nicer cars, and especially at the age that I'm cooking with, we're 20 and broke, bitches, we don't got money like that, right now you gotta ride with a man's and see what's up, like if you got somebody who's loyal and has vision and you know he's gonna make it, don't go back to your ex or some sleaze because you got drunk that night. Get the hell out of here. Like, you had all this. Get and the hell out of here. Get, like, for real, though. For real, though. Like, I've never had a girlfriend in my whole life. Like, an official, like, yo, that's my girl. Like, I'm her man. You don't want one. Not
1: in this, not in this well, time, Well, I man, mean, I these. thought
0: for the longest time that is what I wanted. But just what a waste of time that would have been. What a huge waste of time that would have been. All that emotional development to just probably end up getting pooch and all I would give is loyalty and love and and but and also this the thing that's annoying about it though is like all right so you don't want a girlfriend but like you we like girls we like girls like it's fun, it's chemistry that's natural biology like what gets fucking tiring is the goddamn hunt you're always on the hunt. You always have to spark up a new conversation with a new chick, and you have to ask her the same, like, eight questions, you know, where are you from, what do you like, da-da-da-da-da. You got to you gotta deliver the same intro about yourself to a new girl every freaking ah, other day. yourself. It gets so freaking played out. Like, I'm looking for some loyalty. I'm looking for something real sometimes because it's like, Oh, like I'm not just trying to fuck another chick. Like it gets old.
1: Like that. There's no passion in it at that point. Once you hit enough bodies. Yeah, we and we see a lot of the times. Even when people do get into relationships, they don't last because half these girls nowadays are like, "I'm on Instagram. I'm in my. I want to live my best life. Like, yeah, I want to live my best fucking life, bitches." And I'm like, "Girl, like you got a good guy. That if you just work together and figure stuff out, the problem with today." is we used to be in a time... Instant pleasure? No, we used to be in a time where we would fix things that are broken, but now we just throw them the fuck away.
0: Yeah, and just move on to the next facts. You know, nobody wants...
1: Fix your shit. Don't just throw it away. You you don't just throw your problems away. That doesn't fix a problem. You fix that fucking thing. That's the problem with society. It pisses me the fuck off.
0: I agree. I agree. Because people uh, want that instant, like... Especially with social media And we touched on this, on this A little bit By talking about Mac and stuff People see these celebrities And their lifestyle 24-7 They see people like Takashi 69 pulling out bands And they see people like Travis Scott buying his mama house Gosh. These people can't even speak English Proper English The vocabulary is atrocious But they have bread They have hella money and honestly, to their credit, those people that I just named two rappers, they seem to be happy because they do they do good things with their money. As ignorant and annoying as Takashi Six Nine fucking is, that motherfucker does good things with his money. It's the only reason I like him. If he just shut the fuck up a little bit, I'd really like him. But he doesn't, so I just that man. You'll settle. I'll settle on his good deeds. No joke. He's not the worst in the game.
1: No, I appreciate when I see people like that, at least giving back. For real. Because it, it, the point is...
0: Like, actually giving back. Like, not, like, just donating to a charity where they disperse that funds so all over the place where it doesn't really affect anybody.
1: People need to get a grip on charities. Those things are corrupt. I, wanna, I want I some... Nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> I want people just to think about this. You know, in, pas- in your life... Your passion is for you, but in life, your purpose is for other people. Actually,
0: that's a quote that I think you actually got it a little bit wrong. You think so? Uh, You did get... The quote there is, your purpose in life... uh, I
1: have it on my Instagram, I believe. I'm pretty sure it's right. It's your purpose is for other people... But your passion is for yourself. What you do and what you love to do is for you. No,
0: it's the pat. It's it's your purpose. Is your passion? No, god damn it! Where is it? You have it a little bit twisted. I'm on my phone right now, I, I I deleted all my motivational stuff on Instagram because that's just it was too much. My page was too. Uh,
1: what was this guy about? You couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, what? It, what? It, what a, who's this guy? But, um... D-
0: damn it, you have it a little wrong. It's a Pablo... Not Pablo Escobar. Pablo Picasso quote.
1: Oh, well. Either way, I mean, you have to find your passion. And that's obviously an important factor in driving your life. You know, a lot of people tend to want all the fame but don't want the work that goes with it because the work that goes with it is a lot if you were to shadow a billionaire you'd realize how much work he actually does
0: here it is here it is i'm sorry but i had to the meaning of life is to find your gift the purpose of life is to give it away
1: it's the same thing just word it differently
0: no but like it's yeah but you were saying it almost backwards Think about it. Read it again. The meaning of life is to find your gift. Your passion.
1: Meaning of life is to find your passion. Okay. The meaning
0: of life is to find your passion. The purpose of life is to give it away
1: for other people. Give others. Is that what you fucking said? Yeah, I did, boy.
0: All right. I apologize,
1: dude. It doesn't matter. (laughs) We got to check our facts here because it's facts.
0: Well, last time, last time, last we did have some factual errors on the
1: last one. Let's actually clear that up real quick.
0: All right, Joey here on the first podcast I ever did. Was saying how pro- the government was legally prostituting these girls. Like it's legal, but it wasn't in the government's control. It's like legal business; these girls have all the right to do that or not do that. He was under the impression that it was forced.
1: Well, that's why my mom came and she told me. That. <laughs> but other people were saying that they, other people were saying that they know that it's not. But. They actually haven't talked to these girls personally, so I don't know how they would know that. But that does
0: seem right. It, it does, it but <laughs> you don't
1: actually know. But okay. they are also in boxes uh, dancing, and it just looks like... It's
0: different out there. You have to think. In European society, Asian society, which is that's about all you got over there, unless you go to Africa, uh, you have to think about how long they've been around. How, how long has there... In that culture, has there been the acceptance of prostitution. Probably, it was probably very, very accepted until the last hundred years, really. So, oh. so, and, and and in America, we're so much more like, we're a different culture over here. We're not, we, we don't rock that shit over here. We don't, our security is different over here. Our cops have guns. Like, we're, we're a whole different game. So, like, over there, it's, I feel like, a little more civilized, a little more civilized, if you get what I'm saying. Like, well, yeah, like to. here, the prostitution is just ran by pimps and gangsters. Over there, it's actual business. Like, why not?
1: That's not. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Whatever they choose to do, I can't control that. I feel but that. But that's their lifestyle. We live it different here. But people, regardless of the fact of them, people get sex trafficked all the time illegally through countries and. What I was trying to say in the first podcast was just, we live in a, we have such good lives, but we don't look at what we have. We look at what we don't have and we don't realize what other people go through. And until we can see that, Mike Evans also fumble. Fuck Mike. I don't, I need those two points. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going though. Nah, it's just like, you have to realize what you have. Like you're not being sex trafficked. You're not barely getting water you're not you don't have you have food on your table you you have all these things and you could actually go to a place in Africa and they're happier than you and look they have nothing and you have everything cuz over there they understand that this is all that
0: they need yeah over here we have a f- infinite amount of water go to your sink you grab some water you need a water bottle you go down the freaking supermarket right there you get all the water bottles you need all the freaking canned goods and chips you freaking motherfuckers want over there they understand that what they get is a blessing over here we're just not content we want more we want to be like da 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 we want to have like da 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 we want and i get it we see the lifestyle 24 7 we see We see what these people have and what could be had over here because we have access to technology like that that they don't have over there in third world countries. And that's why more recently than ever in the last 10, 20 years, there is a far, far, far higher rate of depressions and suicides, especially in the younger age groups. It's actually disgusting. It's a terrible problem. And it undoubtedly directly correlates and stems from social media. If you were getting bullied at school back in the day, you went home and the bullying stopped. You go home now and the bullying follows you. It's actually probably even worse than when you're at school and you don't feel comfortable telling anybody. And to scratch school. Say you're not even in school and you couldn't even relate to that. Say you never got bullied in school, at work, uh, your parents people you call your friends come on there's too much belittling there's too much judgment nobody in this culture in this society I mean that's all I can speak on because that's all I know feels comfortable fully comfortable to be themselves if you do anything different you dye your hair you get a tattoo you get piercings you d- why it doesn't da 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 why i'm sorry does this affect you i'm sorry is this your life i'm sorry like do you have are you gonna are you all of a sudden gonna get your hair bleached are you all of a sudden get get gonna get a tattoo on you because it's on me motherfucker i respect your opinion but you don't need to come at me with such a negative aspect and i'm not just talking like for me personally those were just generals that i could happen to relate to
1: (laughs) yeah man it's how about just people dwelling on the past and what i have to say to that is take a look gary Vaynerchuk said it best he said 99 of shit in the past doesn't matter doesn't matter it, at it all. doesn't matter i went skydiving today i will never get that moment back but it happened it doesn't matter anymore yeah true. it really doesn't matter for me it does because i did it but it really doesn't and you can feel that it doesn't matter though me me going to college i graduated and now I want to do something completely different, it doesn't fucking matter. What did you go to college for again? For marketing, and then I graduated in economics because I messed up freshman year. But now I fuck with behavioral science, why people do things. Did, uh, a difference.
0: did none of that marketing slash economic knowledge, do you don't think that would come into help at all? You think you could have learned that potentially f- online?
1: Yeah. I, I you, you don't... Fo- like, college is just...
0: And would you say the professors are a little dated? They don't really uh, have the 411 on current 2018 marketing and economics?
1: They're always dated because they use the same stuff from the past. From the past. It rolls up. And what you
0: say about people being focused on the past is really well said because uh, you know how I do the polls on Instagram? If you follow me on Instagram, as pretty much anybody who listens to this does, uh, I asked a question on Instagram that said, uh, would you rather go back in time? Or into the future. Basically, everybody, almost, I think it was like seventy-four percent of people wanted to go back into the past, like ancient times. We yeah. could say even, and I was confused because we know what the past was like: bubonic plagues, tons of violence, uh, not clean water, not no food, uh, no communication amongst people globally you want to go back and experience that and see what that was like? I could understand that, but to me, I don't think that's what it was for a lot of those people because I asked most of them why they chose the past instead of the future, and a lot of them said it's because they're scared of the future. A lot of them said it's because they think the future is going to be bad, and I said, what do you think is going to be worse about the future than the past didn't already have? 24 million people died in two months of the bubonic plague. We sent conquistadors over to South America and our own natural bodily bacteria and infections basically annihilated one of the smartest civilizations that too ever existed. And you're all, y'all are telling me that sounds better than the potential of a beautiful future where there is peace, where there is sustainable, clean energy, where where the corruption and greed and hate and violence that we have now did not prevail, where a beautiful future does exist. That, to me, sounds way more interesting than going back and experience things that have already been experienced by humans. And that goes to show a lot on the human brain and how the human mind works. People are very afraid of the future because they don't think that there is anything to look forward. People only see the negative in the world today. They don't see the positive, the potential in in the communication that we have, the potential in the resources that we have as humanity together. Not one nation, not one state, not one country, but as a civilization of humanity, as an entire race, the potential now, is for a better future of peace and prosperity, true peace and prosperity for all, is actually at the greatest potential it ever was or ever could be. The only thing that would fuck that up is these dumb, greedy motherfuckers who are running shit right now, like Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un, who are, whose egos and ideals for power and money are running shit. Once that is gone, once those people are gone, once minds like mine and Joey and other friend, dear friends of mine who I would advocate for and die for now are in charge, are running things, are changing the world for the better, we will see actual change. We will see actual prosperity. All right, yo, so what do you think about that, Joe?
1: Yeah, man, Liam, I completely agree. And that's why when you talked about, you know, changing the world with positivity and our influence.
0: Yes, yeah, the positivity movement.
1: So one thing we want to talk about in this podcast is I started a uh, brand, a company called Mindshape. And me, Liam, and some other people, we're coming together. I know you've only heard me on this podcast, but we're coming together to make a collective here and start making a huge impact on this world. As leaders, coming in to start actually... Making a difference
0: as young kids who want to see the world go in a better direction than we think it might go if people who actually care
1: don't do something about it or do do something about it. If you fuck with the move, if you fuck with this shit, if you fuck with the movement, get on board. Yo,
0: yeah, for real, like yo, spread it, spread it, spread the word of positivity, the Manche movement, anything anything that like spreads positivity is like super key. There's not enough of it. There's too much hate. There's too much judgment, corruption, greed. It's, it's not good. It's not good. We're here to actually bring minds together and make a change in the culture. That's, that's literally what we're here to do. There's a reason why you only hear Joey on this podcast, because it's actually so extremely hard to find other people with his mindset and his drive to, to make, things like this happen like we're not that wealthy we're not that smart we're not that good looking we're not there's nothing special about our minds nothing that nobody else could achieve absolutely nothing there's there's certain avenues and certain steps to be taken that will make that easier we'll give you keys we'll help you out with positive mindset and a positive attitude and gratitude and anything like that but it's different for everybody some people can take it from other things not there's a whole bunch of options out there things like yoga meditation uh buddhism books by people that have done it and are respected mentors People like Ty Lopez, people like Barack Obama, listen to their interviews, listen to things they say, watch their inspiration, watch the good that they wanted to do on the world. That's how everybody should be. Too many people are selfish. Too many people are focused on themselves. I hate talking to people about ideas when we're trying to collaborate and every time they say something out of their mouth, it's I, it's I, it's I, 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 I fucking hate that. I fucking hate that with a passion. That's the most selfish shit I ever hear. I can't can't work with you if everything's about you. That's not how this is supposed to go. We're supposed to be doing something together. If you just want it to be you, then just be you. Then we're not in on it together, and that's cool. And if you don't want to be in on this, that's cool. You're probably going to hop on the train later, but
1: that's cool too, I guess. You know how the saying goes from Game of Thrones? The lone wolf dies but the pack pack survives. Uh, Wow.
0: Love it. (sighs) All right. So that's going to wrap up this episode, everybody. I don't know how long it was right now, but I think we killed it. I hope you fucked with it. Peace
1: out. All right. Later guys.